Hey, Giant fans. Welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. With me, as always, is the beat writer in the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Mizignano. Chris, before we begin this episode, I want to thank our sponsor, Fitzpatrick's Express Tavern, located at 9600 Pacific Avenue in Diamond Beach, just between Wildwood Crest and Cape May. Crest Tavern has 18 widescreen TVs and the NFL Sunday ticket, so you can watch your favorite team while scarfing down some of the delicious options on their menu, including my personal favorite, the Mardi Gras shrimp. So if you find yourself vacationing on the South Jersey Shore, head over to Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern and tell the owner, Sam Fitzpatrick, that the Giant Insider sent me. That's Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern, 9600 Pacific Avenue in Diamond Beach, New Jersey, just between Wildwood Crest and Cape May, the best shuck in town. All right, dude. Um, here we are. Tommy DeVito era, buddy. Uh, it's it's Tommy from here on out. Uh, before we get started, I guess, uh, correction from last episode, folks. Uh, I saw a tweet from Art Stapleton, assumed that the Giants-Green Bay game was flexed. It was not. It was Art saying, hey, this should be flexed. And I said, hey, Chris, that was flexed. It wasn't. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to, not that anyone probably didn't figure that one that out already afterwards, but just wanted to put that out there. Um but yeah, dude, um, Dallas coming to town. I'm sorry, we're going oh, to Dallas. I no. mean, it's just yeah. they already, they already <laughs> came to they already came to town and kicked the crap out of them. It's <laughs> forty to nothing. Now we get to go there with Tommy DeVito. So uh, yeah, here we are, buddy. All right. Um, I guess the only question is going to be: Is will Dallas shut out the Giants twice in one season? Right. I mean, that's really it. <laughs> and I guess if you're a betting man, I'm not. I don't know. I don't know, Jerry, if you do at times. Um, Chris, after the picks this week, I'm never betting ever again. We'll get to that later. So, no, oh, no I, never, I don't bet. Um, oh, it was a bloodbath? <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. I can't wait to read this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, it's 16 and a half points now. I'm sure it's going to go up to 17 sure. before it's all said and done. Yeah. So, I'm not a betting man. Uh, Jerry, I don't know if you are. I'm sure you have people. I have people that like, yeah. you know lay some wages and so i guess the only drama is going to be if the giants could score uh, and uh can they cover the 17 points unbelievable dude that that spread could be 30 chris that spread could be 30 i mean yeah. i just i just had a guy i was just right before we're starting up i was just on on the washington fan radio station they asked me how many points would you go on this before you would would you no i'm sorry first they asked you would you take the giants with the seven 16 and a half 17 i was like no and they're like, well, Chris, how far would you go before? I said, I don't know, 25, maybe 24. Yeah. I said, I don't think, I think even if I got 20, 23 points, I still wouldn't take the Giants. I got to be honest with you. Yeah. But that's why you're playing, bro. You know, so, uh, but Tommy DeVito, you know, against this Dallas defense, against it, obviously a, very, a team that feels they gave one away to Philly, it's, it's a monumental task. And, well, good thing. Well, what, you know, I guess some of the good thing, well, he's going to be with the ones all week. He'll be, he'll be getting the reps with the ones. So he'll be a little more familiar with the defense. He was telling us today, Tommy, about he sat down with the uh, with Dave's Shea Tierney, the quarterback coach, and Mike Kafka, and they went over every damn play uh, in the playbook, you know. And and he's obviously Tommy DeVito said today, you know, he's working with the ones. So and uh, look, I, I put it out last week, you know. Obviously, you know it is what it is, DeVito, right now. But I felt he did some things in that second half where he seemed to be a little more confident, a little more, a little more comfortable. He seemed comfortable. Some throws, and, yeah, 
I asked, I asked DeVito at his locker today about it. He said, yeah, he did. You know, he did. He felt a little more comfortable with what was going on. And and he thinks, you know, a whole a full week of getting the reps, you know, the one reps, because he's a starting quarterback. So he gets the one reps now. And he'll be a little bit better, you know, a little more familiar with what's going on and all that stuff. You know, so, uh, but, you know, he's undrafted rookie against this defense, which is excellent. What, what more can you say, Jerry? I mean, it's at the point where if they score 10 points, you're like, well, holy crap, what an achievement. Oh, I'd, I'd be stunned. Right? Yeah. Yeah. If we score more than 10, I would be absolutely stunned, Chris. Yeah. And we're just talking, right? Straight points, not defense, not a defensive oh. touchdown or special teams touchdown yeah. or or maybe even a defense setting them up on a two. You know, we're right. talking about just straight offensive points, right? Offensive I mean, we'll points, be shocked right. if they get 10. I, I, yes. I hate to say it. I'll, we'll be shocked. Uh, I think I speak for you there too. We'll be shocked if they score yeah. points against yeah. the boys. Sunday. I'm I'm laughing at some of these comments already. I mean, every, like, you know, we have 16 people joined already. Um, it just cracks me up. You guys are great. Kyle Johnson, who's better, Patrick Amame or Evan Neal. I mean, you know, can we stop the game cast? We've been getting smoked every time we did one. We got smoked week one. I didn't do one. So, you know, sometimes it, it's therapy for people. Um <laughs> Yeah, dude. Uh, it, it, I, I, you know, I don't know what to expect. I mean, I, I know what to expect. I just, I, I guess I should say, I don't know how bad this beating will be. Um, Dallas coming off a loss doesn't help either. Uh, a heartbreaker in Philly. Uh, it just feels like they're going to take it out on us. And, you know, I mean, my God, like you said, will they shut us out twice? That's really the only question. Um, you know, and, and, and what could we even do against them with Tommy DeVito? Like, my God, this is just... Eight more games, man. It's like all I keep saying is like, all right, well, it's less than half the season left, and you just got to get to the finish line. And it's a shame we have to think that way. But, yeah. you know, unfortunately, that's what we're going to see, right? I mean, I, I guess what you're going to be looking for is like, you know, folks like um, – or players like Jalen Hyatt, um, John Michael Schmitz, young guys get in there, Tay Banks, uh, yeah. get some more experience and see what they can do. You know, even some of the guys from last year. But, um, yeah, I mean, what the hell are we – you know. Yeah, listen, Jerry. You're, you're, you're rooting for you're rooting for them, but it's just it's just they're up against they're really up against it, man. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. The injuries. Uh, Evan Neal's gonna be out a few weeks again. You know, yeah. I mean, he was he, he was on crutches today. But I just want to get to something, Jerry, before we move on. Um, yeah. But the other stuff. Look, Daniel shows you what type of guy he is. Now, Daniel didn't have to go to his locker today and speak to the media. Yeah, he did. Um. And he was stood there and he answered like 15 minutes of questions. And even after it was over, he still sat in his locker and was talking to a bunch of us for a while. Yeah. Um, and obviously he was talking about the injury, what happened, when his knee buckled a little bit, what he felt, you know, how he was on the sideline, why he came back out. Yeah. Um, he said his surgery's not set yet. Obviously, they gotta wait till the swelling goes down. But you know, he figures in a couple of weeks. And then he's going to attack it. You know, it's a, it's a whole process, and he plans on attacking it uh, and being back. You know, hopefully he's, uh, next summer and all that. Uh, look, it's it felt bad for the guy, bro. I mean, yeah, you know, he just totally. came back from the neck. Yeah, and he goes out with the knee now. Yeah, you know, um, has he had a, a good year? The year, it's shocking, Jerry. I went over a lot of film. Looking at, I got my hands on some all 22 coaches tape. 
and uh, do a friend of mine. So we're watching. He said, hey, I want you to check out a lot of stuff that Daniel, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I got to be honest with you. Uh, look, we're always honest on the show. Uh, you yeah. know. Yeah. So I'm going to be honest. Um, Daniel has not played well this year, as we all know. Right. A lot of stuff. Um, you look at it and you say, Daniel, what do you, you know, you had this, you had this, you didn't do this. Oh, you missed this guy. You missed this guy. Yeah. I don't know. It's incredible, Jerry. We'll wrap, I guess we'll wrap up Daniel because this is it for the rest of the year. We'll be seeing him. Mm -hmm. So he had a great training camp, as we all know. Yeah. Great training camp. Weapons, you know, the whole deal. Everything looks good. Hitting this guy. No, of course it's training camp shorts. I said that a yeah, thousand times, but sure. the fact still is mm-hmm. Daniel had a great camp. Yep. And then the season started. And then the Dallas beat down. And then he gets hit a lot, a lot of sacks. And then what happened as far as did the contract weigh on him? Did the early hits and sacks weigh on him? Because there's some this I have I looked at some film. It was a four-year-old game or a Seattle game. I'm trying to remember. He actually's looking at the defensive line, dude. He's actually looking straight ahead and then looks up. Like you could see, it's like, oh god, where are they coming from? You know? Yeah. I think a lot of some people are wondering, like, what happened here as far as that solid training camp to really not playing well, not letting it rip at times. Um missing guys that were open um, and all that. It makes you, you know, was it the contract that started weighing on him after the, it started going bad? Was it all the pressure and the hits he took? Yeah. You know, was he yeah. trying to do too much to justify the contract? You know, did he psychologically, did, was he shot after a couple of games because he was getting hit so much? But Yeah, yeah. It just... I, I just saw some things and I was like, wow, you know, yeah. um, it was just not good. It, it was, so besides Daniel being injured and beat up a lot, and a lot of times he had no chance, zero chance. Yeah. He also really, as we kind of all knew, but unless you really dig into it a lot and you look at sure. a lot of different plays, you can't just say, you know, I don't like when people just come out and they're going to say, oh, yeah, he sucked. Uh, where? Where did he suck? Well, he just sucked. You know? Yeah, right, 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 right. You, know, you got to dig into it. And when you dig into it, Jerry, like I did the last few days, and somebody, you know, sent me some stuff and like, look, look at this, look at this, look at this. And, and, and I was like, it just, he didn't play well besides not having a chance. You get what I'm getting at, Jerry? Yeah, no, I, I know. And, and you know, um, in the so- 49er game, they block, they didn't block as bad. Um, and, you know, if you look at what they were going up against in the 49er game, we would have thought, oh, my God, we have no chance. But it wasn't that bad. The blocking wasn't terrible. The Seattle game, they were horrendous. That was the one where we were like, oh, my God, he's got no chance. I mean, he got sacked, what, 11, 10 times. Paris Campbell got sacked once. Um, but the Seattle game, to me, Chris, was where he started to look shell-shocked. And that's why I asked you last last podcast, I said, when were you – when did you think they might go in the direction of quarterback? And to me, I look, I know it was early, but I just said in my head, I'm like, is this on the table now? Either one and three, he threw that horrific interception where Witherspoon, a rookie after the game, says, Well, he tends to stare down his first option. Yeah, I'm like, bad. Oh my god, that was that's bad. terrible. 
right? And to me, it was that game where I thought it was started to creep into my head. I didn't say they were going to do it, but I thought, oh man, is this the road we're heading down now? It's one in three. We got Miami on deck. Um, we had uh, Buffalo. We had some tough games coming up. Like we could be one in five now. Um, so I think it was the Seattle game, Chris, where I think the the one where the one where he's looking at the line may have been the the, the 49er game. You might be right, Jerry. I'm trying to remember now. Yeah, you might be but right. But that game, the protection wasn't terrible, especially since who they were going up against. The Seattle game, it was horrific. It yeah. was, oh my God. And 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 by that point, it's like, God, this kid is shell-shocked. And that's why I think we were just past the point of no return with Jones at that point. I I, I just feel bad for him, dude. I really do. Yeah. But but like you said, when he did have time, there were some issues as well. And and it's weird, yeah. real quick, because I want to I want to say one thing. Last year, he had a tough camp. You said right, like like he they were started throwing, off very difficult, right? Yeah. They were throwing yeah. a lot at him, and you're like, oh yeah. man, I don't know, this is going to be the guy. And then season starts, and all I, different. Jerry, I think a lot of people in that building are like. This isn't the same guy that was went to the playoffs and played so well last year. Right. Won a playoff game. And what happened? Right. So now, look, he's going to have the surgery. And we'll see when he comes back. If he comes back by next, at the end of camp, or whatever it might be. Everybody's different. Some guys come back in nine months, seven months, eight months. You know, everybody's different. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But, um, you know, even, even the rating game the other day. Before he gets hurt, like I think the first series, like he's was it Saquon in the flat or something? He just missed it. Was him. Saquon? He did. He launched it over his head. He just Chris. launched it over his head. Jalen Hyde he missed. You could argue maybe the first, but he definitely missed him at least. One, he missed him one time bad. Right. I think it was the uh, the game before he got hurt. Was that the uh, Seattle game or something? Um, yeah. Okay. Was that the Seattle game? Or the next week, Miami gets hurt. Right. Yes. There's a play, a guy, I think it was Slay, Darius Slayton running across, running across, and he was wide open. Yeah. And Daniel had time, and he just looked to his left and kind of checked down. And, and like, how do, how do you not see him? You know? Right. Uh, right. So a lot of – it's just the feeling is, like, wow, this wasn't the same guy that played last year. It was, you know, there's a lot of things – Yep. More right for Daniel besides his offensive line and missing Barkley and all that. Yep. You know, so I agree. Now, Jerry, I think we talked, we, we touched on this the last podcast. We're both in agreement that the Giants are going to go quarterback in April. Yes. And, you know, like I just said, I was just on a radio station watching. They asked me that, Jerry. They actually asked me, do you think they're going to go in a different direction in April? I said, I don't know about different direction for 24. I said, but they're going to draft a quarterback. Right in April, and then we'll yeah. see what happens because you can't just let Daniel go because of the you know the dead yeah, money. Right. And after twenty four is a different animal, but sure. But yeah, I, I even told these guys, you know, and yeah, yeah, oh yeah, they're, they're going to go quarterback. You know, they're going to yeah. go quarterback. So, yeah. Yeah. and I hate to say this, Jerry, because Daniel's such a you know he's such a good dude and all that, but it is it's a business, and we'll see what happens. He's got to first. He's got to get that knee, knee right. Um, and all that, but now you're talking about two neck injuries, and now you're talking about an ACL, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like he was playing so well going into this ACL. We say, well, you know, no, no, we got to get him healed. We got to get him right for September. Blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, that is the plan. The plan is for him to be back in 24, Jerry. No question about it. Coming back, yeah. But he'll he's going to be back next training camp in September. Whatever he comes back with a new kid next to him, 
you know? Yeah. So, sorry, me, Jeff, it's, I went it's, on, it, no, no, went no. on a little too long there. No, it. dude, I went off before. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think it's going to be either a Kurt Warner, Eli Manning thing, and that's assuming that he's back to be in training camp. Or it's going to be an Alex Smith issue where he just he you know he's playing for his next contract and they're happy with him and they or it's just no the rookie's in you're going to sit now that's it I mean you know if they draft if they say they get Caleb Williams or Drake May or Penix or whoever the hell they get right and the kid comes in and he's well he's looking good you know we're, we're going to get him in there and Jones isn't ready yet that could be the case too where he just sits behind the rookie um, I mean there's there's a number of scenarios but like you said they're going to go quarterback um in that draft very early so with their first pick so it's just it's time it it, yeah. it is what it is you know two neck injuries forget the acl chris if you never got the acl issue yeah i agree the neck. right it, yep. It, yep. say they just lost yep. this week say they just lost to the raiders yeah you got two neck injuries that in, in in what three years um you know a, a shell shock quarterback it's like yep it's the right move so and look daniel did tell us today jerry that he he will not need any kind of procedure done on the neck so that's good news for him yeah uh, because his first one he did need a procedure in the offseason you know yeah of course you know the giants it was like a whole cia operation and like you know like the bay of pigs you know nobody really knew it until he kind of said it and it was like you know so but daniel did say daniel did say that he's not going to need one on his neck it was a, yeah and he look daniel said that from day one it's not the same injury it's not the same injury it's a totally different thing it'll heal and all that so daniel did say that and that's what it looks like, you know. As of now, Daniel, he said, "No, I'm not going to need any kind." So that's good. So now you just focus on the ACL and uh, getting that rehabbed. And you know, Daniel's going to bust his, you know what, to get that yeah. rehabbed. He's not going to dog it, you know that. So you know, Je- Jeff Mecca, uh, plus one for you, buddy. If they do take a quarterback, DJ will be a total pro in 2024. Absolutely. Totally right, dude. Totally right. Absolutely. Good job by you, man. Um, yep, absolutely. So, um, yes, that's where this organization is at. Yeah, you know, and. Dable and Shane, they will work on who they like or what package trading-wise or whatever the hell happens at the end of April in the draft and how they have to try to get their guy or maybe they have a few guys and one of the guys they really like and all that stuff. Uh, so, like, good news, like the senior bowl, I see I see some, one guy mentions it here. Oh, Oscar, yeah, it mentions it here about, hey, you could get to look at these kids now, you know, and the whole deal. Uh, they, the NFL changed the rules now. Now you now these kids can work out. And he's, oh, good point, and he's Oscar. Things, so. I thought that was big. I just put that on Twitter a little while ago. I thought that was a great move by the NFL and all that. So um, that's where they are, Jerry. I, I don't think there's anybody out there now, fan-wise, NFL-wise, people that cover the sport. And, yeah. um, you know what? Uh, I was talking with Jordan Schultz today from ESPN. Oh, I'm sorry. He's now Bleacher Report, George. That's right. Schultz. Bleacher Report. Yeah. Um, one of the best in the business. He's going to come on with us. Uh, he, he's better off during the daytime. So we're going to try to get him on. We're going to get, you know, and he's, nobody's better than Jordan as far as hearing things, finding out information. We'll have him on maybe next week, Jerry. He wants to come on. He wants to talk a little Giants football with us. Unreal. Um, and, and we'll get his opinion on all this stuff and what he's hearing and all that crap. I know yeah. it's kind of early and all that stuff, but. We have to. Um, Jordan is one of those guys when he's when if there's a buzz around somewhere, the chances are that buzz is going to wind up in his ear, you know. Yep. So we'll yeah. have Jordan Schultz on soon. Jordan's a friend, uh, he's one of the best in the business. I uh, love Jordan, uh, got to know him over the training camp last year. And he's whatever he says is on Twitter, it's legit, you know yeah, I mean? right, so, right, right. Um, so that's what I yeah. love about Jordan, and he's nice, good, humble dude, man. You know, not, unlike some yeah. of these guys, don't walk around with that smug attitude, like because you know, 
and all that crap. So, um, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, yeah, I know. So, uh, so, um, anyway, we'll have him on, uh, we'll get his opinion on the giants, all that stuff. And he's, he's one of the best in the business. So, um, I don't think there's anybody, Jerry, covering the sport or fans that say to himself right now, oh, no, we're not going to go quarterback at anybody. No. I think no. it's basically a done deal. Shane yeah. and Dave are going to go quarterback. So. Yep. We're going to take a break, Chris. And when we come back, we're going to have our first <laughs> guest. We're going to have our first guest. Hold on. Okay. Go ahead, Jerry. I just want to address this everything New York Giants. <laughs> uh, hang on. Hang on one second, guys. Uh, you're listening to the Giants Hunter Podcast. Hang on. And we're back, folks. Listen to the Giants Hunter Podcast with Jerry Foley and Chris. No, it beats the biz, biz Ignano. Oh, yeah, Adriana. 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 Yeah. Adriana. I'm sorry. Do I want to say that name wrong? I'm sorry. Yeah. Chris, how okay. much How much would you love to draft <laughs> Benjamin Morrison at some point? I love that guy. Well, Adriana, um, I know you're going to my heart with this one because he's a, he's, he's a, he, you know, he's, he's an ND guy. The problem there, he's one of the best corners in the nation right now, but he's a sophomore. He's not yeah. coming out yet, yeah. unfortunately. But Adriana, my boy Cam Hart on the other side of the field is coming out. Yeah. You know? So, uh, but Benjamin Morrison, um, he had USC <laughs> tied up. Caleb Williams kept looking his way. They couldn't find an open receiver against them. He was all over USC Trojans that game. Um, he's one of the best in the nation, Adriana. I love Benjamin Morrison. Um, but he's not coming out, unfortunately. But the good news, he'll be with the Irish next year for another year. We're gonna need him. Um, so, but yeah, we all love him. He's going to be, a, he's going to be a top pick when he does come out. All right. I'm adding a, a, a friend of the show, Fisk Vegas. Fisk, you're up. What's up, buddy? Hey fellas. It's been too long. How y'all doing? Good. What's up, man? I just, Hey Fisk, I just saw what you put in the comments. Did I read that right? That's it. I've given up on Daniel. Yeah. You know, look, I'm going to compare Daniel to the girl you like, the girl that got away, you know, it's like. You're, there's always that one girl that you weren't ready for. You didn't have your life together. Didn't want to settle down. Talk to too many girls. Didn't tell her you love her too much. You, you didn't give the girl what she needed at the time. You weren't ready. But then you mature. You get better. And when you get your new girl, a la Caleb Williams, now <laughs> you're going to get him the offensive line. You're going to get him a freaking wide receiver. You're going to have an <laughs> offensive coach that knows what he's doing unlike Jason Garrett. I feel like after we fumbled Daniel Jones so bad, because I really think Saquon too, because you, you draft the running back number two overall with no no offensive line at all. You draft Daniel Jones six overall, no offensive line, no wide receivers at all. Like we didn't give these guys a chance to succeed, in my personal opinion. When we get Caleb, I'm gonna trust that Joe Shane says, you know what? Look, let's solidify this offensive line. Let's probably put Neil at guard, get attack on free agency, somebody we know can do the freaking job. Let's get him another wide receiver to go with Jalen Hyatt, who seems like he's open every freaking play. <laughs> and we have Brian Dable this time. So we have an offensive guy who knows what he's doing. So this time I feel like this beautiful young girl that we're going to get in April, Caleb or Drake, whoever they decide, we're in a position to be the man she needs us to be. All right, that's how I'm breaking that one down. No, I love it. Fisk, what, what drives me crazy and what I've seen lately and and, and – and it sucks when the Giants suck because really nice followers get a little on edge, right? And I've seen some tweets at us. You know, Chris puts out there, well, we're going to go quarterback next draft. And see people like, well, who's going to block for him? Who's this? Who's this? Where's this magical line going to come from? And I, I, I get it, guys. Everybody's aggravated. But that thinking is so 
like ass backwards to me. Like, so, okay, our line is not good. We need more weapons. So you don't take a quarterback that you think is going to be a franchise changer going forward. So because nothing else is, is good right now, you pass on a Caleb Williams or a Drake May or a Bo. I'm just saying, Bo Nix, Penix, Sanders, five, six, seven guys that are going to rise. We all know they all do. But, you know, the two are Caleb Williams and Drake May. That thinking to me is so backwards, right? I mean, you know, just because you you can do both, guys. You can you can take your franchise quarterback and look at what what they when they when a Corsi traded up for Manning, he took the guy he wanted and built around him. You know, Plexico Burris wasn't there in 04. He really started building that line in 04 and 05 when he got McKenzie over from the Jets. So, to me, it's a no-brainer. You have to take the franchise quarterback. You have to win in this league with a great quarterback. It's, it's, it's absurd to not do that. Like I've seen tweets, but tweets recently saying, well, you got to build the line first. Bullshit, man. Sorry guys. And you know, Sorry. I agree, Jerry. So I did a video a couple months ago. I did a video saying that you, you, we can't continue to put resources into the offensive line because we have other needs. Problems don't go away. Fellas, you either solve them or you solve them later. So if you if you continue to draft Evan Neal, what seventh pick? Andrew Thomas was the fourth pick. Right. JM messed at the top of the second. Eventually, what about the wide receiver? You know, right. What about our corner situation? Because Adoree's not coming back. What about the defensive line that we just traded Leonard Williams? There's other positions on the Giants. Ojalari is Casper the friendly ghost for crying out loud. Kayvon needs some help on the other side. You know, you can't continue to address an offensive line. At some point, I don't want to say fire Bobby Johnson, but can we get a better offensive line coach? Maybe that helps. Right. Can we do something to improve the talent? Because Evan Neal just didn't forget how to play football. I mean, this guy was a can't-miss prospect coming out last year. So at some point, you just got to work with what you got, and we got to plug some other holes. So I actually agree with you, but, you know, this fan base, sometimes they get fixated on one thing, and you can't give them to shut up about it <laughs> i've learned that firsthand being on youtube once this fan base gets fixated on something yeah. that's all they talk about and it's just like they just yeah. there's no it's like for example let's say we get kayla williams right or drake man whoever right yeah you know daniel jones threw 24 touchdowns and 12 picks in 12 games right as a rookie right. he had the, he had the three games where he had what 400 yards three plus passing touchdowns the five touchdown overtime win versus washington danny really had a great rookie year right Mm-hmm. But nobody cared because he fumbled. So I just yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I I really want just as a content creator, I would really love for the Giants to draft the quarterback that can unite the fan base a little bit because I feel like Daniel Jones he'll never admit it, but they this fan base has hated this guy from day one from the day he got drafted. He's just he. You would think. Your home home is where the heart is. You would think that at least your fan base will love you. And it's like, I never felt more bad for an athlete than when Daniel Jones at the end of the 49er game, even though I was upset because he, you know, he was horrible that game. But you got 49er players openly ripping them. Yeah, and then I know. the next week versus the Seahawks, yeah. the, 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 the comment that that player made after the pick. And then, yeah, we're the spoon. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got 49er players and other players around the league continuing to rip him on twitter i'm like wait a minute like i'm sorry that's unprofessional it's one thing for me or us to do something like that but when other players are 
openly ripping a guy because he got a contract that he deserved. You can't call a guy a bust who wins a role playoff game with practice squad receivers crying out loud. You can't call that guy a bust. And, and and it's kind of a like a fraternity of players. You figure they wouldn't do that, right? But yeah, it happens. So I don't know, Chris, if you want to comment on that. No, we talked about that before. It's bullshit. Yeah. It is. I mean, the old days, next time you yeah. play those guys, you would throw a cheap shot near quarterback. Yeah. And try to end that guy's season. But you know, it's a different yeah. world today, I understand. But I didn't quite get that. You know, I, I felt bad for the dude too. I was right there when he was yeah. being asked about it too at his locker. And I was like, I felt so bad for Daniel. This Fisk, we got someone else waiting, dude. Um, guys, if you don't subscribe, you should subscribe to Fisk's YouTube channel. I go live um, at eight Giants Outsiders <laughs> podcast nice. in 30 minutes. So, Giants Outsiders, that's awesome. <laughs> eight o'clock. Thanks for having me, fellas. I appreciate See you, man. it. Talk See to you soon, bro. All right. <laughs> now we're adding Jeff, Jeff Mecca. Hey guys, uh, can resident. you hear me? Yeah, yeah. No, no picture. What's up, buddy? Oh, sorry. Uh, mess behind me. Um, I'm struggling through this season, but I'm gonna stick with it. Jeff, you're not wanted, are you? <laughs> Witness my protection. Wife, my wife might be looking for me, but uh, <laughs> okay. I get the kids to bed soon. But um, now I'm struggling, and even though I know we're talking draft picks, we want the quarterback. I just want to win. I just want to win. I, I just want to beat Dallas. I get it. Beat Philly, beat Washington. Could always trade up. You know, Buffalo went from twenty-one to seven with two trades to get Allen. Well, Jeff, is that what they did? I, I forgot about that. Nobody's saying we're looking for them to lose. Nobody's saying we're looking for them to lose. Yeah. We're just saying the facts. Yeah. Oh no, I got into a bunch of arguments on the comment section last week of on uh, X or Twitter about it, and I'm like, no, I just want to win. Let's yeah, just sure. win. Yeah. And for me, my, my six-year-old son is starting to watch with me, and it feels good. Like, he's getting into it. He, right. you know, he wants to be a Giant fan. You know, he only has two roles, no Eagles, no Giants. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, no Eagles, no Cowboys, excuse me, all yeah, Giants. Yeah, 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 right. But, uh, no, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still here. I'm, I'm bummed about Danny. I really wanted Danny to work out. But, uh, but no, I just want to cut, jump on and, and just say thanks a lot. You know, I've been, I've been doing a lot of the, the streams with you guys. And, yeah. uh They've been a lot of fun, a lot of therapy. Um, if you guys don't do them when they have them on, um, you got to come on. They're 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 a blast, Jerry. Your reactions are great. <laughs> yeah, it's something, right? Yeah, I figure I let everybody in on my world when I watch it, Giants. <laughs> yeah, especially especially on delay because I understand there's a delay. Uh, yeah, it's so like ten seconds from. It's like ten seconds. I'm watching it live, but it doesn't hit YouTube till ten seconds later. So <laughs> I thought it was your is it Jerry. Is it that long? Is it Jerry? Yeah, it's about ten seconds. Yeah, really? like right now. Wow. Okay. It's almost like space balls. We're in not we're in now now. Like it's 10 seconds from now. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but um so. I just hope Mara can keep his cool. I really like what Shane's doing. Give him another little bit. Who can I, keep his cool? Mara. Mara. Oh, Mara. Oh, okay. Keep his okay. cool. You know, let's let's get through the season. As long as Dable doesn't lose the locker room and you know Shane's not making really boneheaded decisions with the roster, you know, just stick with them. He's sticking with them, Jeff. He's right, sticking good. Good. Because it would have to be. Something. Forget about it. I mean, <laughs> you know, really, Dable would have to do something like that's really far out for him. They're sticking with him now, and you got to remember. So now Daniel's out the rest of the year. This is like, you know, okay, well, the season's shot. You know, you could have uh, Belichick right now. It's not going to matter. You know, so no, they're not going nowhere. And, and look, the every two year deal. That's the, that's the last thing Mara ever wanted to do. Was yeah, fire right. coach every two damn years. He. He understands you have to get some damn stability, you know. Um, 
but things um, happen, you know, obviously with Judge and Sherman and all that. That's not hey, going to happen with Dave. Hey, Biz, two quick questions on the offense. Yeah. Um, one, can they stop? Like, why do they do that play where they have – It's now it's Wandell, used to be um, Campbell, running from the from the out into the backfield and then run straight seven yards behind the line of scrimmage like he's getting some sort of swing yeah. or – he just takes him out of the play. The defense doesn't care. Like it's not. It's just. It's it's the that, dumbest that's move. That's the uh, that's the Chiefs' influence there. You know, Andy Reid loves <laughs> the it. Defense does, the defense doesn't care. That's yeah. awesome. They, they, they don't. They never. They never come. No, the Giants don't throw it to them, and they, they hand it off to Barkley. And it, it, to me, it's a run indicator. Um, and the last one is, and, uh, and I'll, I'll let you guys get to someone else. The I feel like whenever we go five, yeah, we, we got we got a bit of a potty mouth back. Uh, backstage right now i've I've seen her i've watched her podcast lately it's uh, anyway go ahead but when we have five we only have five to block you know five linemen to block i I feel like we can't do anything you know the 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 bills game the jets game we kept an extra guy and sometimes two we're able to do little things here and there and i just feel like as soon as we get five the line falls apart it's like you get that extra person there whether it's right side left side back Uh, that just needs to be for the rest of the way but uh, that's what I got to say about that. Thanks a lot, guys. All right, Jeff. Jeffrey. Thanks, brother. Thanks, buddy. Talk soon. Yeah. Good stuff, man. There we go. Hello. The, the famous Andre. Man, a little, uh, <laughs> a little anger going on here tonight, huh? M- MS- MSG, famous, MSG famous now. Every time you watch you the sound, you know, you know, you sound Did like, you see it? Yeah. No, you you sound like Brian awesome. Cashman yesterday. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. I needed that like a hole in the head. I'm like, the giants are bad enough. Now I got this idiot mouthing off him and Xavier McKinney need to ride off into the sunset together. Mm. Oh, yeah. she took, <laughs> she just took a shot at Zay. I'll give you that one. Adrienne. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you there. So oh, what's up? Oh my God. I've had enough. Yeah. Okay. I, I want to play a hypothetical for a section for a second, because I know in the last podcast, you guys were talking about how, and I think we all feel like this, that either the Andrew Thomas false start or the punt return Andrew Thomas injury is when the season went downhill. Let's say, hypothetically speaking, that game went the way that it did, but Andrew Thomas did not get injured. Mm. Do you think realistically this season would have been any different? At least, like, forget about Jones, forget about Saquon, but do you think that the next two, three games, whatever, would have been different from an offensive perspective and maybe it wouldn't have been as much of a disaster as it is. Want me to go first? Yeah, Joe. I think it would have been better. I think they would have been able to build continuity on the offensive line. I think that's the biggest issue. Like, there's a different lineup every week. Like, Mm -hmm. as good as the Eagles offensive line is, like, they've had the same five starters all the time. Like, you know, even like, look at it. Look at the, the, the 07, right? O'Hara, Soybert, um, deal, O'Hara, Soybert, um, Snee, McKenzie, like you have to, the offensive line needs to work together, needs to play together. And, and, you know, would one guy make a difference? I mean, I know there's been injuries all over the place, but Andrew Thomas is so good and such a stable fixture on that left side for Jones and psychologically for Jones too, it has to help. Like mm-hmm. he's not as worried now from the blind side. Now with, with Andrew Thomas there, it's way different. So would it have made a difference? Yes. How big? I don't know. Maybe two games better. I think they would have won two more games. I think instead of oh, two man. and seven, maybe we'd be four, four and five, maybe. Maybe. I think Seattle and maybe the Jets game, we win. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question, Adriana. If, if you had to choose one guy to get injured, one, 
And you know, I, I'm just talking because we don't want to see anybody get injured. I'm just saying, yeah, you had to choose one guy, Saquon Barkley or Andrew Thomas, and you and somebody came up to you and said, You have to lose one of those guys. Who would you pick? I think I would pick Saquon only because of how the line has been so bad this year. And I feel like from Jones's perspective, if the line was able to block a little bit better across the board run and pass blocking, then our offense still could have survived without Saquon. I don't think it would be great, but I think it would have survived a little bit better. Daniel Jones probably is not even hurt. Neck injury or nothing if Andrew plays the whole season. Right. Well, you had to throw in Josh Zudu. Right, mm-hmm. he he kind of held his own the first few, and then he showed why he's not a left tackle. Pure. He, he gave up numerous hits, Daniel's blind side, and then Tyrod, you know, whatever. So, I don't think people realize. And I I was testing you today, Adrian. I, I was curious to see what you were going to say. I'd be honest, not like I was testing you. I was curious to see what you were going to say, because Andrew Thomas, besides a quarterback, is probably the biggest piece on the offensive line. Uh, on the, on he's the, the best offense. player on the team. Yeah, he's the best player on the damn offense. Besides, yeah. of course, you, of course, your quarterback has always has to be the best. But when they lost Andrew, holy crap! Okay, people realize when you lose your big stud left tackle, there goes your line, right? There goes mm-hmm. everything. I mean, how many times it did? I mean, you know, Van Ginkle. Knocks Daniel out three weeks with the neck. Where did he hit him from? Blind side. Andrew's yeah. side. Right? You see last week, Daniel comes back. He's getting pressured over there. Left, at, uh, I'm sorry. Um, a Taiwan, when he had to come in, he's getting blasted from the left side. The whole Andrew Thomas loss was huge. It would have been a much more – let's put it this way, Adriana. It would have been a much, much more functional offense if Andrew was healthy all year. Yeah. No question about it. I'm, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you the Yankees Red Sox analogy here. Right, ready? 1985, Don Mattingly, or maybe it was 86. It was 86. 86. Mattingly had a follow-up awesome year, probably the best player in baseball all around. Roger Clemens was 24 and four, I think, that year. Roger Clemens got MVP because he was more valuable to the Red Sox. It was a more valuable player. Mm-hmm. Like Saquon may be the best player on the team. But Andrew Thomas is the most valuable player on on the offense. So without him, I, I agree. I, I think it's without him, it, it just doesn't go. And and that's that's how I look at it. So Mark Mark Bon Jovi living on a prayer here, like that. <laughs> uh, Weiss Jones obituary being written. Is it possible they continue to build that. around him? Yeah, I, and the I quarterback said he'll be, they back. Said he'll be back at twenty four, but they're going to draft a quarterback. That's what I'm right. saying. Yeah. Yeah. Right. People on Twitter, though, there someone made a uh, compilation video of Jones's highlights, I guess, after the injury. And it's hilarious. I mean, the video is great. It made me cry because I felt like we're probably not going to see a lot of Jones. Like, realistically, if he comes back le- next year, if he's not ready for week one, he's obviously not starting. And if the rookie quarterback is doing pretty good, they're not putting Jones in. So it might be the last time we really see a lot of Jones. So I was like a little, a little sad about it. But El Jefe com- commented and he's like, I'm pretty sure Daniel's still alive. But that's like the <laughs> attitude that people are having is like, you're never seeing Jones again. He might as well be like dead to the Giants because he's disappearing all of a sudden, which I have tried to explain to people. He is going nowhere. No, he's not disappearing. Yeah, he's not disappearing. But, you know, the feeling is, and 
they're going to draft one in April and then, you know, and, and then we'll see what happens next camp and all that. But you know, look, it, it's sad in a lot of ways. Now we're talking sports world sad, right, Adriana? We're not talking. Yeah. This isn't, you know, this isn't the Middle East conflict. We understand. Right? Okay? Yeah. We're talking sports world sad. Uh, as far as, you know, it just seems like the, the whole time he's here, Daniel, it's been one, so, something or the other, right? Like John Maris said, screw this kid up to no end. Mm-hmm. And guess what? You know, the offensive line this year, again, it gets him hurt and all that. You know, it is said in a lot of way because, you know, especially, you know, on my end, and I understand what you're saying, Adriana, like you said, you know, especially when you get to know these guys. You know, it is. I mean, getting to know yeah. Daniel over the years he's been here, and he's just a good dude. You know, he's just a he's just a great guy. You know? and, and you see the neck, and you see him answering questions today. Mm-hmm. The ACL. Uh, you know, who knows what's going to happen? How fast he comes back? You know, if he's even a quarterback next year, who they draft one? Who knows? Right? We don't really know. I mean, rise of now, sure, Daniel will be back next year, right? Hopefully, he gets it. You know, he rehabs over the summer training camp. He's ready to go September. Whatever it might be, but it is Adrian. I'm with you. It's said a lot of ways what's happened with this guy, man. You know, guys, we're gonna take guys, we're gonna take a break. Be right back after this. Listen to the Giant Insider podcast. Hang on. And we're back, folks. Listen to the Giant Insider podcast with Jerry Foley, Chris Bizignano, and Adriana, New York Giants fangirl. Uh, Let's see. We have a a a question here from Corey Regal. You see them going the Niners route and getting a quarterback in the later rounds? Uh, No, Mm. no, not at all. Well, Well. you know, we don't think that because they're going to draft probably very high. I mean, where right, the season's right, going. Right. I mean, if you're in the top five, I mean, look, how many, Jerry? Yeah. Look, DeVito's the quarterback now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, For what I'm hearing, Tyra's not going to be back even anytime soon, right? Um, mm-hmm. Even when he comes eligible to come off the IR, but we'll see. Yeah. Um. So what are you talking about now? How many more? I mean, could they get a couple more wins? I guess so. You know, you got, you got some games at home, uh, Green Bay, maybe that Monday night game or. Patriots. Oh, oh, the Patriots after Thanksgiving. That's possible, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you're going to have a very high pick. And I think even if they're outside that range, I think even if they finish sixth or seventh pick, right? I think mm-hmm. Joe's putting something together and move it up. I really do. Yeah, same. I think that's the route they're going to take. You know, that's that's the only reason why they're not, not going to pick 20, 23rd or say, well, all right, we go middle rounds, get a guy in third, fourth, whatever it might be. No, no. They're going to be up there in striking range, <laughs> right? So, yeah. That's why we're saying that, man. 37 people watching. Thanks, folks. Good stuff. I got one more question and then I'll get yeah, out of ahead. here. No, you're cool. Do you guys do you guys think that <laughs> Steve Tisch is fully involved in the decision making? And if if it's not really 50-50, do you think that him being more involved? could possibly fix some of the issues that we have seen. Like, it seems like we kind of have similar issues over the last, especially 10 year span or whatever. I don't, do you think he needs to be more involved? Would that help? As far as what? Decision-making when it comes to hiring, scouting, he he is involved the in medical that. staff. We need oh, to talk he about is involved the medical in that. staff. No, he is involved. He is in that fully district. involved. Oh yeah. Yeah. When anything with coaches, GMs, um, well, medical staff, well, Ronnie's been there forever, you know. Uh, I don't, look, I've talked to numerous ex-players about Ronnie Bonds. They swear by him. I'm just letting you know. 
Re reading Gary Meyer's book, Chris, he's mentioned 75 times in the first 100 pages. Is he Jerry? Oh, that's ridiculous. Wow. Ronnie Barnes, Ronnie Barnes, Ronnie. Yeah, right. Yes. Well, in okay. a positive way. Right? Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I I've, listen, I got to be honest with Adriana because, you know, with Daniel and, you know, people trying to blame Ronnie Barnes and this is, I've talked to a few ex players. Yeah. About Actually, I spoke to about three or four of them the last week about Ronnie. What's you know? What's this? And they, and they all told me, Chris. Without question, Ronnie's the best at preventing players from playing from the coaching staffs. Yeah, because coaches will want guys playing, and Ronnie be like, he's not playing, and they save me because I shouldn't have played. Yeah, right. Mm. Uh, I know a lot of people like to go out there and go, "Oh, Evan Neal got an ankle injury because of Ronnie Bonds. Well, <laughs> we're injured a lot because of Ronnie Bonds. You know, yeah. uh, you know ACLs. It's, it's yeah, as far as Tish. No, he is involved in those decisions, Adrian. No question he's involved. Now, he's not involved in the day-to-day -day operations. That's John Mara. Yeah. You know, he's involved in all the day-to-day -day stuff. But no, it's not like Tish just sits there and makes another Top Gun movie and says, okay, let me know who our coach is. No, that's not true at all. You know, but, you know, as far as – but Tish – like, if you ask Tish right now, who's your left guard last game? He'd probably be like, oh, uh, Billy Yard? Uh, you know, I, I, I'll give you that. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Billy Yard. You know what I mean? I'll give you that. But no, he is involved in those decision making. You know, he is he is involved in that. But it's not like, him... look. Here's the difference. Okay, just quickly, Adriana. Just okay. Like Dave's is in the building, obviously, all every day. So's John Mara. He's there every day. John's there. Chris is there. Everybody's there. And they'll meet with John all the time. Like Dable, Joe Shane, uh, Kafka, even Wink. You know, they'll have they'll sit, especially Dable and Joe, Joe Shane. They sit there with Mara all the time. Tish is not in a building like that. Tish is in California. Tish is you yeah. know, making another movie, you know, uh, all that stuff. You know, that is John's job, you know. But as far as a big decision, no, Tish is involved. He is. So, I wonder so if him being involved in more of the day-to-day, -day, because I hear from fans a lot, and they're all like, they need to sell the team because they are obviously incompetent at putting together a winning roster. And I don't agree with that. But sometimes I question if if Steve should be more involved, if that would help at all, like in more of the day to day decisions that he's not involved in. He doesn't know. Yeah. He doesn't like like John Mary. If, if John was, if <laughs> John jumped on this right now and said, John, you got to give me something. Neil's out. You know what line? What what offense? He'll be like, well, we're gonna throw Tyree a right tackle. We're gonna put Justin over here. We're gonna. I'm telling you, John will give me the whole. If you ask Tish right now, Steve, listen, uh, you know, uh, Evan looks like he can't go. What are we looking at? He'll be like, uh, Evan, uh, Kareem McKenzie's around? You know, Evan, uh, you know what I'm saying? He just doesn't know that day to day. Look, I, and, I'm, and I'm being, you know, it's tongue in cheek. I'm not saying the guy doesn't know anybody on this roster. You know, I'm being funny. But yeah, he's I'm just not to, as involved. In but he's not yeah. involved in that day to day like John is. That's just the way it is. And, and, and Tish. He's just not going to come in and go, okay, I'm going to sit here for six months and I'm going to know everything. You know, it's just the way it is, you know. Uh, no, look, I know a lot of people like, I wish Amaro would sell a team. I, I get it. There's so many losing seasons, questionable decisions, questionable yeah. coaching hires, you know, and all that. I get it. Look, look, I'll never, I, I, I would never say, Adriana, to a fan who says, hey, Chris, you know, I wish Amaro would sell it now. I'm never going to say, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. No, I, I get it. I get it totally. You know, I just stick up for John Adriano with some things that I hear about Mara that I know is not true, especially because Adriana, I have friends in that building. Oh, uh, you, you, 
go to the bathroom next to him too. Chris. <laughs> yeah. I have friends in that building that tell me exactly what the hell is going on as far as matter, decision making, with this, but whatever it might be. And sometimes people could say things about John where it's it's totally not true, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally not true. That's why. So I will come out and say, no, John, don't think like you know, like I, I remember what the hell was it, Jerry? Some of the coaching or whatever hell decision was like, no, no, John made that decision. Like, oh, Jason oh, yeah. Garrett, the J Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett, yeah, might be. I'm like, no, no, no. He told the coach, "You make your decision." You know what I mean? Uh, right, right. But you know, people want to hear what they want to hear. Sometimes it is what it is. Real quick, I want to get this question yeah. in from Mark Bon Jovi. Which position is of greater need, assuming draft value, wide receiver or O lineman? For me, it's not even close. It's O lineman. I mean, uh -huh. if you have a top O lineman, if you have Anthony Munoz and you have Randy Moss coming out, I'm going Anthony Munoz. So, yeah, to me, that's you got to build this O line. I, I want weapons too. But now, now Marvin Harrison Jr. is probably better than any old lineman coming out. But um, as far as probably them the being only equal, exception. yeah, as, that, as far as them being equal, I go old line. And then Chris, Tom asks, so where are the Giants now in terms of Zeppelin years, 1980? When do we get to 1973? Yeah, right now we're at Coda, I would imagine. So, Coda. <laughs> yeah. So that's where we're at now, Coda. By the so. way, Chris, I was in yeah. Puerto Rico last week for a wedding, and the first dance song was Hey, Hey, What Can I Do? Wow, what a, a great, bad choice that was. Great song. <laughs> Phenomenal who choice. Who the hell's wedding was that? Nice. One of my husband's friends from Massachusetts. Oh, so okay. Oh, sounds like a say, great guy. Who the hell would have that at their wedding? Sounds like a great <laughs> human being. Tell your friends it's next fun. time. Tell your husband's friends. If you want to play a song for a wedding, play Thank You. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's a good one, too. <laughs> I mean, Rob, yeah. you know, Robin wrote that for his wife. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't get the, mm. hey, hey, what can I do crap? I really don't yeah. but, Nice. But Adriana, you know, it is what it is. Uh, listen, just to let you know, um, your boy Cashman made a fool out of himself yesterday. <laughs> don't I know? Okay. Uh, I don't know where that came from. <clears throat> Obviously, he's very sensitive now. I don't know what's going on with him. Um, it's fun. the pressure. It's so embarrassing. I just, <laughs> I'm like, I, that's what I appreciate about John Mara is that you, like, we all know, I know that he is fully invested and he is as devastated as the rest of us when oh. they are losing. Like, I know that. But Cashman, to come out after their worst season in 30 years and say that we are effing good, I'm like, bro, <laughs> you gotta, you need a lobotomy because we were not watching the same baseball this year. Adriana, I'm glad you just brought that up because that's one of my pet peeves when I hear people talk about Mara, um, which I know is not true. People yeah, will right. say, people will say, John doesn't care. He doesn't, he give two. He's filling, he fills the stadium. He doesn't he care. He fills the stadium. He's making money. Yeah. He don't care if they win or lose. Oh my God. That, yeah. look, you could, and this, I've criticized John over the years, uh, you know, at certain things. But when I hear that, that, that Jerry, that, Adrian, I'm glad, so glad you brought that up because that's the, my biggest pet peeve. Like mm -hmm. how hard this guy takes losses and how he lives and dies with this team. Now, and you could criticize his moves. Look, I get it. Yeah, but don't ever say John Maris doesn't care about the team Winslow. Oh my God, I'm right next to him at times after games. You would think like what? Oh my! During God. games, before games, after games. I I'm saw. A, we've yeah, all I'm, seen yeah. that video of him throwing the chair. Like oh, we know. <laughs> Adriana, you should have seen him last week against the Jets. That's all I'm gonna say. Hmm. I saw him, but I saw him between the third and fourth quarter, uh, outside his suite. And he was just pacing back and forth. He was so intense. And then I saw him after the game. Whew. So 
Look, you guys, anybody criticize John all you want, I get it, but don't ever say the guy doesn't care about wins or losses with this team. Jerry, right? Am I right with that? Bro? Oh my God. I, I, the, before you went, I went, I was at an Eagles Giants game in the press box in 20, 2013. I think the Giants had started off 0 and 5 or 0 and 6, and this was that let that, that sixth loss. Giants just lost, and Mara walked by me, and I was like, Oh my God. Like he looked like he wanted to commit a homicide. He wanted to kill somebody. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I just stepped away and I'm like, Oh man, this is, he's almost making me it's nervous. Like, way. Yeah. Uh, just, Ethan, Ethan asked real quick, does Tyrod take another snap as the starter when he's back? Probably we'll not. See. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, we'll see when he gets back. Uh, we'll see where the team is at. Adrian, one last question before we move on. Um, do you want the Giants to lose every game the rest of the year? And no, no judgment here. Say what no you judgment. want. I'm just asking. Safe. We're in the tree Last of trust. Last week, I was like, let's win. I'm done with the losing. I don't care. I would rather them win all of these games coming sure. up and have a shot at the playoffs. Sure. But I just, I have no faith in them at this point to win games that I cannot even think that they will win any. I just, I feel like there's no all chance right, so of them winning. So you're dodging so my a question, Adriana. As a typical Yankee fan, you're dodging very, the question. Very politically correct. I'll ask all again. Right, I'll ask you again, State Senator Adriana. I'll, I'll, I'll ask you again. Do you want them to lose the rest of the year? Yeah. I do. At this point, yeah. This season's okay. over. Well, look, look, a lot of people feel like that. It's <laughs> called embracing the suck. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Last week, I felt differently. But this week, I, I cannot be optimistic that this team is going to win games anymore. That's exactly Ethan Groom. You're exactly right, bro. Got it. Young guys got to develop competitive football. You go out there. The players are going to go out there and try to win games. And then on the other side of the coin, living on a prayer, Bon Jovi, mm. losing out is devastating for the coaching staff and GM. Play to win always. Oh, they're going to coach to win. Yeah, yeah. It's just they're, they're going to be coaching going. to win. They're just not going to Mark. <laughs> yeah. Well, they also they have a built-in excuse now too, bro. Right. <laughs> right. So, right. So I'm Adrian, trying to think of that, Adriana. Too. Thanks for joining, I should say. What's up? Thanks you have one more question? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, do you think, because I think this, do you think that we're going to see the defensive play slip because they just know that we have no shot of winning games with Tommy DeVito as the starter? Listen, I, I, like, I, I don't think they're going to dog it, but I just no, think not they are dogging not... it, but psychologically, yes. you, you almost feel like you have to shut a team out. And I felt that way. I felt that way when the Jets game ended, I thought, if I'm this defense and, and DeVito's playing next week, first thing I'm thinking is we have to like give up three points to have a shot. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think it's something subconsciously that affects them. I would say yes, yeah. but I don't know. Right. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough when you know, you got to go out there, basically pitch a shot out of your game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's right. it, weigh, it weighs on because they know one mistake. If they give up one go route, yeah. they could lose the game right there. Game a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. Right, right, right. All right. Good stuff. Thanks, Adriana. All right. Thanks. And uh, where can where can everybody find you? Go ahead. Tell them where you can find you. Um, on Instagram at New York Giants Fangirl. And then I have a podcast here on YouTube called Everything New York Giants. And I'll have these guys come back on soon. Cool. Good Adriana, stuff. Adriana, tell Brian Cash to sit low. I will. I'm gonna write him a letter and we'll see how that goes. <laughs> we'll talk soon. Be good. Dude, um, we had uh, over 40 this time, and we got five, we're got we 55 minutes in, so good stuff, dude. Anything else you want to cover before we get to? No, so there? look, you know, the, just the Dallas game. Look, uh, Dallas' defense is real good, right? Uh, we know that. C.D. Lamb's on fire. Yeah. Um, Dak, you know, Dak 
I don't think Dax has lost to the Giants yet, right? I, mean, I, I, no, I, don't, think, I don't think I'm mistaken with that, right? 2016, he lost one game. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm oh, sorry. No, twice, twice, two games, twice, twice, twice. Dak has lost to us twice? In 2016, we swept Dallas. Dak was the quarterback both times? Yeah, week okay. one, and then the the I think it was the second to last week of the season or something. Okay, we, so he's beaten yeah. us like 11 in a row, whatever the hell it but might it's be, a, right? Yeah, since then, Chris, we've right. not done a thing. So, yeah, right. so Dak basically owns us. I don't see changing much. I see the defense all over, forcing turnovers and all that yeah. stuff. Obviously, you know, right now, it's going to be a long one Sunday. I mean, but that's why you play them. That's why we line them up and play them, buddy. All yeah. right, so last week, Chris was up two. And we chose a bunch of games and we said, ooh, this could get ugly. Well, folks, <laughs> I listened to the podcast today just to catch up and it was ugly. <laughs> Holy crap. On my end or your end? Oh, on my end. Really? I mean, I it we had eight differences. Wow. You you did we won. have that many? Holy crap. Yeah, we really did. You had we had eight differences. You won seven of them. So <laughs> now. That's a I swear to God, Jer and folks, I just want to let you know, Jerry's so honest, man, because yeah. I have no idea. I don't go back. I don't I don't write him down. I just rely on Jerry's honesty, and Jerry's always honest. Yeah. And he could have said, Chris, you won three of them. I would be like, oh, okay. I had no idea. I really don't. But so seven you, out of eight? Yeah, though? you were so you were seven and one, so you gained the six. Game lost? Uh, the, the game you lost. Dude, okay, I, I didn't remember it, it offhand. No big deal. No big No, deal. I had it before. It was um Definitely wasn't Jets Chargers. Definitely wasn't Eagles Cowboys. I'm thinking of all the losses. Yeah, no big deal. No big deal. I just maybe you thought. I thought maybe. Driving me crazy. Um, so it was yeah. a bloodbath. You weren't oh, kidding it was, before. It was a bloodbath. It was a. It wasn't Rams Packers. It wasn't the uh, Falcons Vikings. I'm trying to. Uh, Bengals Cardinals. It wasn't. I mean, we were. Oh no, not Bengals Cardinals. That was. I'm sorry. Um, I'm, I, went back. I went back. I went back too far. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was just. It was ugly, dude. It was. You so you gained six, so now you're up eight. So which, basically, it's basically the fat lady's about to swing. Uh, I so. mean, I was I was hanging for a while, and then um, all hell broke loose. Really, um, holy crap, dude! Yeah, I was trying to find that one. It's going to drive me nuts now, Chris. Thanks. That's all right. It's all right. Texans, Buccaneers, you won. Uh, we both had the Ravens. Maybe Commanders, Patriots. I think you took the Pats. Oh yes, I did take the Pats. That was it then. Yeah, That's the okay. only one. that was it. Yep. I yeah. did how could you the pick pass. the? How could you pick the Pats, Chris? I took to. Well, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> you got and the I other thought, seven right. I thought. I know, right? Holy crap! That's why I'm saying it. All right. No, I know. I know. It's like yeah, yeah. Oh, they, they good stuff. Anyway, <laughs> so Chris is up eight. Now I have to catch up. We'll see what happens. Probably not gonna happen. All right. Uh, good game for us tomorrow night, Giants fans. Great game for us. <laughs> Panthers at Bears, and if you're the Bears, it's like wow, we get both these picks. Um, I will Is go that with unbelievable. The, That's unbelievable. It's, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. Um, it's also crazy. Like I know they're very early on, Chris, but that CJ Stroud looks pretty good, doesn't he? Wow. I mean, Let's just say he's playing. He's outplaying woo, Bryce Young right now. Woo. Oh my yeah. god! And a lot could change. You know, it's, one it, year, but. you know what's unbelievable too, Jerry? Uh, you listen to Boomer Esiason sometimes in the morning. He's very, very tight with Frank Reich. You know, mm. it sounds like to me. The way Boomer's kind of hinted it, it sounds like to me Reich wanted C.J. Stroud, but he was yeah. overruled by the owner. And wow. That's what it sounds like to me, man. Wow. I could tell the way Boomer has thrown it out of there a few times, how much Reich loved him and all that stuff. It's, so, man, but look, it's early in the ball game, but right now, 
you look at that draft, and it's not even close to Bryce Young. As no, CJ Stroud looks like a eight year veteran. That kid Crazy. is playing incredible football, man. Yep. So, who do you like, Panthers or Bears? Uh, that being said, that game's in Chicago, right, Jerry? Yeah, I'll go with the Bears at home. Yep, me too. Uh, Colts at Patriots. I will go Colts on the road. Sunday morning, 9.30. Nice. Yes, another German, a game in Germany, and I'll go with uh, the Colts too. Uh, 1 o'clock, Browns at Ravens. Ravens are so hot. I'm going to go Ravens at home. Yeah, yeah, me too. Oh, damn it. Uh, Packers at Steelers. Uh, Steelers at home. Yeah, yeah. I like these the are kind of – these are a little easier. <laughs> I like the Steelers too. Uh, 49ers at Jags. Not an easy one. Good game, right? I think the 49ers will rebound and, and yeah. get it together, Chris. I'm going to go 49ers on the road, but it wouldn't stun me if the Jaguars won that game. Yes, I agree. I'm with you, too. I'm going to go with the Niners. I think they get Debo back. I'm going to go with the Niners, too. But, like you said, Jaguars beat them. It wouldn't surprise me, either. Shane says, the battle of our trade partners being in the Bears and the Panthers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's Bears and Bears, right? Um, Saints at Vikings. That's a tough one, too. Yeah. Well, Dobbs, man, comes in and kicks ass. Yeah, um, yeah, unbelievable. I'm gonna go. I'll go Vikings at home. Okay, well, different. I'm gonna go with the Saints uh, with Derek Carr and that defense. I think Dobbs does throw a few, uh, just give the ball away a couple of times. I'm gonna go with the Saints on the run. Nice. Um, Texans at Bengals. Bengals are hot, man. Oh, yeah, by the way, guys, real quick, real quick. What I said before about taking a quarterback without a line and rising above. Yeah, look no further than Joe Burrow, guys. I mean, he went to the Super Bowl with a horrific offensive line. So you do not – all I'm saying is you don't pass on the quarterback that you want because you need to build around it. So anyway, um, Bengals at home for me. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Titans at Bucks, still 1 o'clock. Yeah, the Bucks are playing like crap. Titans, um, Will Levis, a tough one there. I'm going to go with the Bucks over at home to break this. Uh, yeah, me too. A little bit. Same. Lions at Chargers. I will go Lions on the road. Yeah, I'm with you, bro. Um, Falcons at Cardinals. Oh, Kyler Murray's back, baby. Yeah. That's yeah. good for I, us. I'm going to go with Kyler Murray and the Cardinals and knock off the Falcons at home. I'll go Falcons on the road, but I hope the Cardinals win for, for us. But I'm going to go Falcons. Um, Commanders at Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks. Yeah, usually Pete Cal's teams respond that they're getting whipped. I'm going to go with uh, Seattle, too, at home. Uh, Jets at Raiders Sunday night. I'm gonna go with an upset here. I think I, I think it's an upset, right? The Raiders can't. Raiders favored in this one or no? I think the Jets by one and a half. I think. Yeah, I'm gonna go Raiders. I'm gonna go with the Jets, bro. Yeah. Um, better defense. I mean, it, but it's yeah, just... I think I just think if they don't turn it over, the Jets are probably gonna win this game like they do. You know, I, I'm gonna go like a 13. I'm gonna go yeah, Jets. Right. Yeah. I, I think Brees Hall might be the difference. So I'm gonna go Jets. Yeah, I'll go Raiders. Uh, Monday night, Broncos at Bills. Bills at home. I'm going to go with the Bills, but I like okay. the way Denver's playing going into that bye. Uh, but I will go with Buffalo. That game's at Buffalo, right, Jerry? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to go with Buffalo. So. And then finally, 425, suspense, drum roll. Brrr, Giants at Cowboys. The only question is, what's the score going to be? Um, <laughs> I mean, that's funny. <laughs> Oh man, 37-3, 37-6, 37-10. It's gonna be like that. So obviously Cowboys. So yeah, yeah. I hate to say it, but uh, I think like you said, it's just a matter of, to me, it's just a matter of if the Giants could score. Yeah, it really is. So I'll go with the Cowboys. You obviously big. 
Adriana takes the spread. That means she likes the Giants, I guess. Yeah, she's going to take the 16 and a half or probably 17 at game time. So she's going to take it's, the 17. For me to take the spread, it had to be 27. Adriana, whatever you, do, whatever you do, don't bet your house on that game. Oh, my God. Because you and your husband are going to be living on the street. You, know? <laughs> you better make sure. People, don't bet people the mortgage start, in that game. Yes. People better start subscribing to that YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, oh, my no. God. Good stuff. Oh, okay. No, she's saying, no, no, no. Okay, correction. Cowboys to cover. Got it. Oh, okay. 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 I thought, That's she, was, I thought That's she was taking the points there when she was saying that. Okay. Good, good, good. Guys, thanks for joining. It hit over 40 tonight. Good stuff. Um, feel free to jump in too, man. Don't be shy, guys. I mean, look, you don't have to show your face. Jeff let's see some of faces. Yeah, let's see some of these faces, right? Yeah, I know on, the man. names. Like we, I, you know, we see that I recognize the names a lot, right. man. But let's see the, you know, let's see some of the faces, and not and not the uh, undercover look like that one guy came on and you know, black, yeah, Fisk, you know, no, no, the other guy, uh, oh, oh, Jeffrey, oh, because Fisk just had the the well, Fisk has the uh, you know, like the, uh, the grim reaper skeleton look there, that mask look. I'm talking about the uh, the other guy. I think it was Jeffrey, right? I think it was yeah, Jeff, Jeff came yeah. on. He said his house was a mess or something. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So come on, guys. Uh, good stuff, dude. Anything else? No, that's it, man. That's it. Everybody enjoy. Enjoy the game. Enjoy the game. I will stream again, guys. We can watch. Cover. Put bags over our heads. All kinds of fun stuff. We'll have fun. All right, guys. Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.